Dr. Katrina Fury, a psychiatrist. And I'm Portia Pendleton, a licensed clinical social worker. And And this this is Analyze Scripts, a podcast where two shrinks analyze the depiction of mental health in movies and TV shows. Our hope is that you learn some legit info about mental Mm -hmm. health while feeling like you're chatting with your girlfriends. There is so much misinformation out there and it drives us nuts. And if someday we pay off our student loans or land a sponsorship, like with a lay flat airline or a major beauty brand, even better. So sit back, relax, grab some popcorn and your DSM-5 and enjoy. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to another episode of Analyzed Scripts. Today, we are so excited to finally be talking about Succession. Oh, finally. (laughs) Oh, finally. Succession season one, Mm -hmm. um, which is on HBO Max. Huge show for them. Mm -hmm. Like, big time. Their last season is currently being released Mm -hmm. right now, um, every Sunday, I think. Right. I think every Sunday. Mm -hmm. And we are, you know, such journalists that we are watching all four seasons this month, and we will be releasing one episode a week uh, per season every other week with mm-hmm. some movies and other things thrown in. Um, but boy, oh boy, I don't know how I've been sleeping on this show. It's so good. I know. I have had so many people personally, and then even on our Instagram page, mm-hmm. be like, you need to do Succession. You need to do Succession. And I, I really will say, at first, I didn't think I was going to like Me it. Me too. The first two to three episodes, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, snooze. Yeah, it feels a little dry. Feels like I'm like a business, um, small political. Yeah, a lot of navy and black and a lot of like boring. And it also just left me feeling icky right away. Mm -hmm. Like, this is capitalism and like yes. I don't really need to see this anymore right. than I already suffer the consequences right. of capitalism, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I I 
can say, and we're not going to talk about season two, but now mm. I'm like, I just finished season two and I'm obsessed <laughs> with this. I really am trying to slowly watch it because it's so good and pick so up on good. all the characters and all the storylines and all of the kind of like real life things. Mm-hmm. I was thinking kind of automatically in the first couple episodes when I wasn't that into it was like, okay, in real life, like... Mm-hmm. Who owns what, right? Like, this Mm. is a big conglomerate of a media corporation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you see that different, a couple people, like, own all everything. Yeah. So... I we were both kind of saying it reminds us of like Disney and who right. owns Disney and all of right. the things that they do. You know, their Hulu partnerships, Discovery right. partnerships, ESPN. Um, yep, uh, Lucas Films with like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. How there's the theme parks, the cruise lines, right? And I kept wondering, like, is this based on some big time media family? Right. Um, I didn't get a chance to look into that, but Portia, I think you looked up some interesting facts. Yeah. So unsurprisingly (laughs) there are about 15 billionaires and six corporations who own most of the u.s media outlets oh um so the biggest ones are at&t what comcast the walt disney company Mm -hmm. national amusements which includes Mm. viacom cbs um news corp and fox corporation which are both owned by the murdochs Mm. not the same murdochs who are the (laughs) murdas From that South yeah, Carolina documentary. Yeah. <laughs> Not those right. ones, but the other ones. Yeah. yeah. It's a toss-up. It's a to similar like, name. You know, yeah. you know? It's an interesting name. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So I thought that was interesting. And then Sony and Hearst, I guess they're smaller. Okay. But, um, okay. Wow. So yeah. that is a, that's kind of like... I feel unwell learning mm-hmm. that. that. Yeah. Like so much of uh, the media that we see is owned by like... A handful, two mm-hmm. handfuls of people. Yeah. That's kind of scary. Yeah. I'm curious what you thought, Portia, but as a psychiatrist, I was really fascinated by the family dynamics. And I was so thrilled when they showed them doing family therapy at the end, which we'll mm-hmm. talk about in a little bit. Um, but just getting a sense of like, what are these yeah. long standing dynamics that are really coming out? As we see Logan, the uh, patriarch of the family, yep. maybe retiring, but maybe not. And like, who's going to get the company, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, so Logan has four children. I-, I kept wondering, like, what is their birth order? Did you figure this out? I think Connor is the oldest. And I wonder if he has a different mom. I get the I think sense he does. he does. I think he does. Because um, he's kind of more aloof. Mm-hmm. And then we have the three other children, Kendall, um, Roman and Siobhan. I kept wondering if Roman and Siobhan were twins or oh, like, I hmm. think Kendall's second oldest and like the first oldest of his nuclear family. And then Roman and Shiv, I couldn't pl- yeah. figure out like who's third, who's fourth. Are they twins? I feel like they are probably very close in age, if anything. I, I got the vibe that Roman was younger, but I think and Shiv. it's just that's his, his, his personality <laughs> right, right. and maybe like a defense mechanism that mm-hmm, he uses. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's definitely like a patriarchy family. Mm-hmm. Um, Logan it seems like came from nothing um, mm-hmm. and kind of started this entire company himself. So has a very different, like, a, a view of the world right. than his kids yeah. do. I mean, in the wealth depiction is extreme. Right. You know, like, this is, you, this are, you is are only it. flying private. Right. You have 20 homes. You call in a you helicopter don't when you need it. You water for yourself I ever. Know. I mean, it's like, it's not, 
you know, you're doing it's well. Unreal. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is this is crazy, crazy rich. Um, and again, probably on par with the people, the yeah, families who own these totally. media companies. Like, I think that he still, to a degree, like has an awareness of the world that he's his children do not like right. that they are kind of silver spoon fed right and have really no regard in a lot of ways for people i mean the baseball scene oh, right it made so me disgusting. so I so felt sick. disgusting. Yeah. Me too. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this yeah. show. Yes, because it was That's, early on and it, I was yeah. like, I don't like this. That was disgusting yeah. what Roman did with that little boy. And then you see them um, paying them off. Yep. And you see that a lot throughout yep. season one is when they've you know had bad behavior. They pay people off, get them to sign an NDA. Um, I thought Kendall really hit the nail on the head sort of like midway through season one when he was telling his dad, like, you're so jealous of what you've given your children. Mm. Yeah, I think that's there's a lot of yeah. truth to that. Um, so these are people who are like uber wealthy. Like that's not even they're in like a different stratosphere. They all have these like insane apartments in New York City. Mm-hmm. Then huge egos, huge egos, no awareness, no very limited awareness. Even like at first, I thought Shiv might have some, and then as we got to the end, I was like, no, not her. No. I feel that way back and forth. With everyone. Mm. Um, And one of the characters that I don't feel that much like he is just out of this world is Kendall. And I'm wondering if Mm. it's because of his substance use issues. I feel like that really humanizes Mm -hmm. him for me. Yeah. And maybe whether it's through, I I don't know if he's had any substance abuse treatment or. um, It sounds like he's been to rehab a time or two. And um, even the, the like his fellow, you know, substance use um, comrades. Like I think Mm. it's just something that affects everyone regardless of your socioeconomic status. So I think for, I don't know if that gives him just some little extra viewpoint of Mm -hmm, the world mm -hmm. that I don't think anyone else appears to have of his siblings. Yeah, no, probably. Um, I think, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Um, it it does humanize him. Um, I was so sad when he relapsed. Mm. Um, and I was really sad he relapsed with Smirnoff and then like went right to meth. I was like, oh, wow, we are, it's really ratcheting up like very quickly. Um, And that is a good point, Portia, that substance abuse can affect anyone from all walks of life. And actually, the rates are higher in licensed professionals Mm -hmm. compared to the general population, uh, which most people are like shocked to find out. That's something I used to tell a lot of people when I'd see them in the ER and maybe they're a fellow mental health worker or a doctor or an attorney or a social worker or a teacher or physical therapist or what have you, um, that the rates of substance abuse are higher. And, and people who hold some sort of professional license. So it, it isn't that, you know, more education, more um, socioeconomic resources necessarily shield mm, you from yeah. that. And I think we see a lot of that in like teenagers who maybe grow up in mm-hmm. really affluent communities with less supervision. Like I'm imagining these four yeah. had growing up. I don't know. I just wonder, you know, like what they're attachments were like to anyone like did they have a nanny or they must have had nannies. something that they felt yeah. connected to you know we haven't met that person yet um and i don't i don't think i mean in my opinion based on me making up their <laughs> childhoods mm-hmm. <laughs> um i feel like they probably didn't have as good as a as an attachment they could have with a nanny. And maybe it's because nannies were fired regularly right. or like there was a high turnover because, you know, the expectations were so mm-hmm. unreasonable because I know people who have nannies and, you know, au pairs come in, have a 
strongly attached childhoods and, you know, right, like right. can be, you know, don't turn into kind of how this family is. And then other families who have au pairs and nannies do. Right. Right. And I, I would imagine that the mom who we don't meet till the end, I kept wondering, like, mm-hmm. where's the mom? Where's yeah. the mom? What is she like? Yes. I thought mm-hmm. that was an important um, choice not to show her right until the wedding. I bet that's just how she's related to right. all the kids the whole time. But, you know, so I bet like this is what I'm imagining their childhoods were. They're like living in a castle or whatever, very fancy place mm-hmm. in New York City. Dad is working all the time, um, doesn't really care about them, um, except as sort of like bolstering his own image. Um, and then mom, I don't think would have worked, but also probably wasn't like hands-on or invested in them. And so they probably yeah. did have nannies. But I would imagine that then mom maybe felt competitive with the nanny um, and would like fire her or, um, you know, if the kids did start to grow attached to the mm-hmm. nanny and not her, yeah. I could see that creating issues and leading to a lot of different uh, caretakers coming in and out, mm-hmm. which I don't think is good for the kids. Right. That's my hypothesis mm-hmm. about, you know, what their upbringing was like. I have no idea if we'll see any more backstory to that or not. But they all certainly are displaying traits, at least, of various personality disorders in the cluster B range. Yeah. From, you know, borderline personality disorder, narcissistic personality disorder to antisocial personality disorder. Well, I guess who who should we start with? <laughs> Do we want to just maybe like quickly, we talked a little bit about Kendall. Anything else you want to add? Um, so it seems yeah. like he's um, separated or divorced from his wife. He I has think they're two separating. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you're right. Yep, because they talk about it later at the wedding. So at first, <laughs> I hated him. Like the first couple episodes, I just hated him. I thought he was such a douchebag. Like, sorry to use that word, but I think he is. Mm-hmm. And the way he's like so rude and aggressive to all the business people. Yeah. Like maybe that's how business is done. I don't know. I don't do business. Um, but he was so rude and gross and vulgar. Um, and he really like thought really highly of himself and would get so offended when someone would mention like, do you want to call your dad or should Mm -hmm. we run this by your dad? Mm -hmm. Which is like the only reason he's in that position. I love when he said back though to one of one, do you want to call call your your dad? dad? Yeah. I was like, that's, that's funny. (laughs) Um, so at first I hated him. And then as I saw the dynamic between Kendall and his dad play out, I felt so sad for him. Yeah. And then those, oh, I just got chills thinking of the final scenes after, you know, so they're at the wedding. He's trying to get drugs. He, like, goes for a ride with a waiter or something. And he's the one driving. And he even says, like, it's been a long time since I drove. And the waiter's like, And they're Why? on the other side of the Other car, side of the road, so right. Because they're in, I think they're in somewhere in England. Yep. Um, and the waiter's like, oh, really? Like, why? And he's like, well, I'm, like, insanely wealthy. So people usually drive me around. <laughs> And then again, the car accident, the guy dies and he leaves and like, and he tried to go back twice. So I counted because yes. um, I was, I was thought that that was like an important moment. Like, yeah, he did demonstrate some empathy right. and compassion and regard for human and humanity, shame you know, and regret back two times to try to get to him. You know, it, it appears like it's cold. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's, this isn't pleasant it's life or death and then he kind of comes to realize that he can't get to him, get to him. and just i mean it, then he's i thought shock. it was interesting because he kind of then immediately like shuts down you yes. know he like walks back he's just like he, he gets inside oh. he takes that bath oh my god cleans off he, yeah he has to like break in mm-hmm. to get inside because he lost his room right. key um 
that was just so chilling, that whole portrayal. But I thought it would like spot on portrayal of, of what it must feel like to be in shock. Yeah. And just sort of going through the motions and trying to cover your ass by like showing up to the after party and the brunch the next day and all this stuff. Um, I was kind of surprised that the authorities or his dad or whoever was able to piece together that he was there by his room key. I was like, would they really find the room key? Mm-hmm. Like, eh, whatever. So they did. And, right. And like, why was it his room key? You know, why wasn't it just like a room key to the house that like somebody who was working right at the property had? Like, that seems right. like strange that they. Right. That seems like a detail that like, oh, I don't know how realistic that is, but okay, fine. We'll give it to you. Um, and then the way the dad uses that oh my so gosh. masterfully. So as soon as that happened and um, like I just assumed that this person was dead and as he's kind of walking home, I was like, this, this is gonna how happen. his mm-hmm. dad gets him back under his thumb. 100%. So again, to sort of recap the plot, if it's been a while since you watched season one or if you haven't watched it yet. So um, his dad, Logan, is you know, in the first episode, like, about to announce he's retiring, Kendall's going to take over. Um, and then at the last minute, he's like, I changed my mind. I'm going to mm-hmm. stay on. And he, like, really crushes Kendall's dreams. Then at then some he has point, the medical issue. yes, he has, like, a hemorrhagic stroke, yep. which I thought they portrayed really well and accurately. At first, I thought the dad was faking it. I thought he <laughs> yeah, was, what yeah. we say, malingering mm-hmm. is, like, the fancy psychology word for sort of feigning symptoms for secondary gain. Like, mm-hmm. for no, I really thought he was faking it at first because all the kids were bickering about, like, who's going to be CEO? Right. Who's going to be CEO? And them changing the trust for Marsha. Yes, that was yes. interesting. And they were called, kind of all trying to fight her on right. that. And then uh, eventually he, like, gets back to work and quote-unquote recovers, even though he was, like, not no. ready. Um, purely to, like, keep Kendall from taking the reins, it seems yeah. like. So the whole season, you see this, like, push and pull between him and Kendall. And then eventually Kendall, like, tries to... You know, hostile takeover, hostile yeah. takeover, this bear hug, all these business words yeah. I don't understand, but basically try to like use the shareholders mm-hmm. to like vote them out. Like they try to do the vote. Yep. Remember? Oh my gosh. Oh, we'll talk about that in yeah. a minute. <laughs> and then eventually, like, as the dad learned about this like hostile takeover, it was like going okay. And then Kendall's another good example of like always getting in your own way, mm. right? Like he just keeps getting in his own way, yeah. getting in his own way, telling Frank when he shouldn't, like trusting this person when you shouldn't, like going out to score drugs the night before mm-hmm. the hostile takeover meeting, and then it all fo- gets foiled. And so his dad um, learns about the fact that he was at the crash site and basically is like, come back and work with me and I'll take care of it. Yeah. And And he really becomes, you know, <sighs> you just think that he's going to be his dad's like right hand man you he does whatever i say now you know he'll he's gonna take the fall for this he's gonna do this and it wasn't even for me portia like the fact that he would use that against him it was the fact that that was the only moment we saw the dad have any any type of affection for kendall giving him a hug saying like Mm -hmm. you're my first boy i love you and it was all manipulative there was like not an ounce of authenticity there it was so disgusting to me. And then, yeah. So Kendall like pairs with, it seems like a college buddy, Stewie. Mm-hmm. Um, and Stewie's in like a private investment firm. And then, you know, Kendall tries to get Stewie to kind of buy and help with the board because I guess Stewie has all votes. Again, this is not my it's area. It's like forte, business where but... like shares and stocks. Mm-hmm. And I'm all, like, I really don't understand. This must be what people feel like when we say medicine and psychology words. Yeah, all the three letter, you know. All the acronyms. Yeah, acronyms over about. and over yeah. again. We Stock, could just use bonds. them. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, okay. 
Um, but Kendall, I think, is um, I think he just adds a really helpful humanistic yes flavor to yes. the show you definitely yeah. see his humanity and so i did look up some facts about jeremy strong who's the actor who plays kendall because i'd heard his name in the news and like you know like celebrity media mm-hmm. news not like hard-hitting news i don't think um and i just thought it was interesting that he's the one who is really into method acting so like when he's playing a character he like oh. lives as the character and like if you read a little bit about succession which i'm trying to avoid but some of his other castmates say it's, it can be hard to work with wow. because he's like always the character and he's married to a psychiatrist which i thought was really interesting mm, love that and, for him yeah <laughs> and um I think there were some things on his Wikipedia page or something where either he or she was talking about how it can be hard because he'll have this identity diffusion was the phrase they wow. used. How That's like wild. Right? I thought mm. that was fascinating. And I'm like seeing it though, like yeah. in his acting being so shocked and like, but can you imagine being his wife and having no. to live with him living as Kendall? Ew, no, because no. Kendall is so desperate for connection and intimacy and and for his father specifically to validate him and i think that he though by doing that like pushes everyone away and becomes really isolated and is often i think really lonely i think so too and the expense of his children right so that scene at was it thanksgiving Yep, it's pretty, um, you know, it's it's only a couple episodes in. That was shocking to me. So they're at Thanksgiving, everyone's invited. It seems like pretty uncomfortable. Um pretty I love though it was like such a typical uncomfortable family holiday. Yeah, like you're know? like, this is the norm. So Tom appears to um this be like a first holiday with with Shiv because he's like shocked. He's like yeah. he's like, why don't we go around the table and say thanks? Which again is like such a normal right. and Tom's regular like, person thing. Yeah, Tom's like this like good old Midwestern boy. Right who's like marrying Shiv. I still get the icks from him right away. My first, one of my first three notes in my notes app as I was watching this was Tom Gross. So I just have this Mm. feeling he's going to be a surprise sociopath at the end. Uh, We'll see. Oh, um, but yeah, so they're going around and everyone's kind of like, they're just so mean to him. Yeah, They really like put down everyone who's not like in their family. Right. So gross. Right. So, so um, Logan, who, you know, this is a brief character, but Logan's brother, Ewan, mm-hmm. who is like very anti capitalist, anti um, p- polit- politics flavor He's that Logan like, is. Like anti like technology. Yeah. He yeah. like lives yep. out in the boonies yep. alone and wants to be left alone, but he's still like on the board. Yep. And so has a vote and like shows up at key moments. And it's unclear if he had an early important role because I think mm. it's like. If he didn't, why does he have, it seems like, hundreds of millions of dollars as well? Like, he's very, 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 very wealthy. He has oh. board seats. So I'm wondering, like, did Logan and Ewan did start they start something yeah. and then Ewan got really, you know, got out really fast and Logan bought him out and so on? Because, like, Logan, mm. it maybe, and maybe, yes, like, he would... I just don't think he would give his brother hundreds of millions for, like, of dollars. For, like, no reason. Let's make right. a pact here now, Portia, that, like, when this podcast takes off, we won't turn into Logan and Ewan. Oh, yeah. Okay, pinky promise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, or Shiv or... Any of them. Roman. <laughs> any of them. Greg, maybe, but... Uh, yeah, I love Greg. We'll get to him in a second. He's, like, the best. But, um... Yeah, so back to Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, again, this is where Logan... So he has, like, a hemorrhagic stroke. Like, a lot of people die from this. 
um, very serious. Again, I loved the scenes of them like in the hospital. Yes, we want the best care. Dictating care. Where we need to go. I have this neurologist on the phone. And this uh happens. Oh, totally. Oh my God, it totally happens. They're in a special wing. Special wing. They have a special like boardroom. This happens. But also, um, but anyway, so then like we see Logan like coming back to work, mostly to like screw Kendall. Yeah, he pees in the office. He doesn't know where he is a couple of times. There's a couple of things where... With stuff like that, like the peeing in the office when he like grabs Siobhan's hand when she goes in to see him and like moves it toward his crotch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some parts where you're like, are you confused and delirious or is this deliberate? I thought the thing with Siobhan was confusion and delirium, but the peeing in Kendall's office, I was not sure. Mm. I feel like that was deliberate. Oh, because it was Kendall's. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that was deliberate, but he knew he could like get a pass maybe i don't know it seems like if it had been anyone else's office mm. i might think it's more just confusion but i think he he just had a way of like building kendall up to shut him down yeah. like at the last moment i think he really enjoyed that which grossed me mm-hmm. but then getting back to thanksgiving so they're playing this game where they pass around this, like, cranberry sauce or something. Yeah, and I think it's, like, you just have to remember... Going to the market. Right, so I'm going to the market for a can of beans. And you say, I'm going to the market for a can of beans and, and turkey. Right. And then I have to say, you know, both of those. It's like one of those, like, games you used to play yep. at camp. I also loved, sidebar, that they kept bringing him the cranberry sauce uh, in the can. <laughs> like, everyone knew he loved that. Um, it's just so weird. Uh you would think that would humanize him, but no, it doesn't. Mm. And then the little boy who, this was Kendall's son, yeah. right? Who like had a hard time transitioning in. And so I felt, I felt like the mom was doing a good job, like sitting with him, trying to make him feel comfortable to bring him in. And then like Logan was getting so irate over it. Logan, like definitely, I think parents, like you say what I yeah, with an do. Iron fist. Yeah, you do what mm-hmm. I say no matter what. Um, authoritarian. And, yes, mm-hmm. authoritarian for sure. And I think Kendall's maybe trying to do it differently, but this is definitely where you see the pull. And then um, the little boy tells Logan, like, you're doing it wrong or you're getting it wrong. And he like just, you lost you or lost. something. And he hits him in the face with that can, yeah. like, really quick, really hard. I was shocked. Yeah. I felt so uncomfortable I watching I think I that. audibly gasped. Me too. Because it was so out of left field. Like, right. And I think you didn't know in that moment specifically, like, is this a lingering um From symptom the of a stroke right. or is like or, or has he him? done this before right and i i think he's done it before but it I was horrible it was horrific to watch um just awful i feel so bad for that little boy but then even then kendall like still like doesn't fully stand up for his kids i don't know mm. i just you know he's like still so torn it's like he that is in Probably to the be- the best, best ability he that he can. But like, he can't fully. Right, he can't. I keep wondering, like, why don't they all just, like, take their bazillions of dollars and get out of there? I don't know if it's all, like, a majority is tied up in trust. The company or and something. the company. Whereas in, like, if Logan wanted to say, you're all cut off, like, he could. You know what I mean? Right. Like, maybe they could. would have nothing. It's Yeah. Um, which is just such also like a power move. Right, um, right. I think you're totally right. But, so so anyway, I think Kendall, I enjoyed his storyline throughout the show. I think it was sad, mm-hmm. but I really, like, I think it helped me get into the show. Uh-huh, yeah. For sure. For I'm really sad he relapsed. Um, And then like when the dad, when Logan would want Greg, who's like this cousin who came out of nowhere. 
So I loved like at the beginning episodes when Greg is like the mascot at the yes. uh, at the theme yes. park and he throws up through the and eyes. Like, I was talk- like, oh. yeah, and he's like uh, talking to his mom on the phone. Like I didn't smoke; I was just in the car. I know it just smoked. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, I don't know. I I don't know if the contact high. I can't tell you how many times, Portia, I would work in the ER and people would come in high as kites, and we would say their urine toxicology screen is lighting up like a Christmas tree, which means everything's positive. And they would, I literally would hear this all the time. Mm-hmm. But I didn't do it. It's just someone in the car. And right. it's like, that's not how it works. I know. Like, I know. We, we all know that's not right. how it works. I, I was in a <laughs> this isn't program <laughs> where we did in-home family therapy for teens with um, subs, primary like substance use. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, why was I doing this? It's just like it's a funny part of like the job. So I would bring in, you know, the little bottle or the little container for them to do like a oh, urine sample oh, and they wow. would go into the bathroom. And then I'm thinking too, like, you know, they'd like hand it to me. Ew. You know, this isn't like a clinical yeah. setting where it's like we have gloves and, and we're then doing you put this it thing. in that little like um, shelf right. thing and then, in the bathroom. You know, a, and then you have gloves on. A test, and, yeah. you know, a nurse or someone else then who's running the test is like Puts handling it, in the it properly. Like, no. It was just, like, so then I'd like wash my hands and obviously of hand sanitizer everywhere but um and like i remember it just saying you know multiple pretty significant substances it was not marijuana right you know it was very much other things for a 15 year old to be doing right and them just denying it and i'm like but it says (laughs) on here you know denial is very strong in substance use disorders you know it's the primary defense especially in just teen life right like yeah like why was it there it's like well i have a picture of you there well that's not me. It's like, but it, but it but is, it's, but it's but it your is. face. Yeah. So like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah. So Greg is, I, I <sighs> love him. I think he's like the comic relief because uh, yes. he's just like, but um, but um, kind but of but walking um. around. He's like, this cousin Greg <laughs> comes out of nowhere. Somehow the sister, I think is Logan's sister maybe, or no, no, the sister is Ewan's, Ewan's daughter. daughter. Yes. That's how it is. Yep. There's some family <laughs> rift there, which I wonder if we'll learn more about later on, but he's so funny. She's like, he's like, mom, what's me? Like, bro, bro, I have no money. Like, bail me out. She's like, no, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like, go see your uncle and f- he'll give you a job or something. Yeah. And he shows up like <laughs> right before Logan has this stroke and he's like trying to like get a job. And just the way and... he talks, like, he's just, <sighs> he's, I don't like, even know. Sweet. I like, like yeah. him. I also think he's smart. So I was really happy for him when. Tom, who's mm. Shiv's now husband, like the good old boy from the Midwest, who I don't think is all that good of a boy, um, 
ask Greg to destroy all those documents that would basically implicate the company and like some kind of awful cover up right. through the years. And Greg was smart enough to keep some. I was like, yes, Greg, yeah. yes, Greg. And I wonder, I, I'm betting that'll come out in later seasons. And like, you can see how Greg is like kind of doofy as he comes across does have that like smart side to mm-hmm. him and like logan picks that up at some points and is like hmm. yeah did you see um or obviously you did because you watched it when they went <laughs> to the restaurant so tom and greg yes. and he's like introducing them to like fine dining and, and greg was like oh i want to go to california pizza kitchen and i was like i loved that place in like med school like yeah and then kitchen's delicious. It's delicious but yeah. then tom like is like oh okay go yeah. but, yeah. but <gasps> greg has already had dinner with ewan and a lot and because ewan yeah. is like you gotta eat it all there's so gotta much waste all. you yeah. can't do that so greg has this like huge, huge noodle dish and then goes to this fine dining which i will say at fine dining when you are doing a tasting menu it is really small and it's mm-hmm. supposed to be like a bite of each like maybe you could get away with that but still you know he seems really full but they, he like a sparrow or something and, and they, they had put, to like, cover themselves because it's like illegal and i was like but did they really or was tom doing that to oh, like i don't you know, know to I be kind of like that. a sociopath like you know i was like oh yeah like you have to do this because it's this rare bird that, but like, then no like one can see everyone else around the restaurant can see they're not like in a back room we should look I, that up <laughs> Or thing. if you're listening and you know, send yeah. us a DM. Yeah. Um, but that's where I think Tom really enjoys getting one over on Greg. Like right away, you see that when he like, they're at that weird baseball thing. Mm. And oh, yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah. And, he, and I wonder like, is he dressed with Shiv to like marry into this family? Like I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. Um, and then we have Shiv. Yeah. So beautiful redhead. Interesting. I don't, I don't know what to think of her. I don't know how to place her. Yeah. Right. Like, also, she's always in a pantsuit, and I just keep thinking, like, aren't you so uncomfortable all day wearing a pantsuit? But you know what? They're probably the most tailored, that's true, perfect fit you've like ever silk worn. or like yeah. whatever fancy, not sh- tight around the waist. Yeah, like, every, you know, I, I think I'm just like, can yeah. someone do that for me? But they're all in suits all the time, and I'm just like, don't you just want to put on a t-shirt? You know, like, but they don't. Yeah, even when so I think I I don't know why I'm just thinking of Roman here, but like he's often to me appears the most dressed down, and yes. he's in Still, pants and rolled dress shirt right, sleeves, right? You know, but he looks the most relaxed Casual. versus like a full suit, not right. rolled sleeves, right? Like Kendall always has like a dry, new dry mm-hmm. clean suit every day. Mm-hmm. Rowan's like in a suit, but it's rolled up. Yep. He's doing like working out in his office. Remember when he masturbated like at the um. In the in the beginning, when he was made COO, and he's like in his office, and he masturbates like all over the window, and like barely cleans it up because he knows someone else will. That's so gross. He's a strange cat. Well, that's like a really <laughs> polite way of saying it, Portia. I don't, I, I don't know where to place him. So, so he makes. So let's go back to Shiv. Okay. Let's go back to Shiv. I know we're like jumping all around, but it's hard not to. So Shiv, I don't know what to place. Like specifically, <sighs> more, way more than Roman. Like I just feel like she, she was a surprise. I like her, surprise. I don't like her. I like yeah. her, I don't like her. She does something that I'm like, huh, and she does something that makes me feel bad. Like, right. yeah, At, like until episode like seven, probably or eight, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, she's the only like quote unquote normal one or she's like the only one with a like a whiff of a moral compass you know wanting to go into politics and seemingly to like root for the guy who's fighting for the common man yeah wanting to maybe break away from the family in that way but feels like she can't fully probably like you're saying because she might get cut off or something she's with tom who's not like 
a snobby, fancy guy, like sort of a normal guy. So you're thinking, mm-hmm. okay, like maybe she's, you know, maybe she's like the most well-adjusted. But then we see, again, I think like even her being with Tom is like fueling her narcissistic ego. Yeah. Like, look, I'm such a good person. I'm with this normal guy. I have a stable relationship, right. you know, per her. Right. Um, so who's, I'm trying to think of the guy's name that she is like very 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 um flirty with and also yeah. like masturbates with yeah um he works for gill right right um, right i can't remember it's really attractive whatever his name is um it seems like they'd had a fling or something in the past. yeah yeah they were like past co-workers slash f buddies right and then like now she's engaged i think mm-hmm. he's engaged and they're working together under this campaign for gill and they're like really toe in the line and then they cross it and it like keeps happening like even at her wedding he's like grabbing her and all this stuff and uh it was really sad when greg tried to bring it to tom's attention you could tell tom just like didn't want to hear it and when i was really sad for tom when she kind of dropped the bomb at the wedding night that she wanted like an open marriage after the wedding like at the reception they're up in the room and he's like i wish you would have told me that before Like, I, so I think, um... And when Tom was like, but I do love you. I know. <sighs> and, like, I, I don't want that. Right. And then right. he kind of agrees, because I think he... He feels like he has yeah. to. And, and like, no choice. what guy, maybe, and this is being um a little bit, like, stereotypical, right? Like, he's the guy not wanting an open relationship, right? Like, mm-hmm. well, who, what guy wouldn't want that, right, you right. know? Yeah, he like, at like, his bachelor party, he felt like he had to do mm-hmm. something, but then he was, like, calling her, like, okay, is this okay? Is this right. not okay? Like, right. And then Roman brings the girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> She doesn't know how to have a stable, secure relationship, An right? authentic relationship, yep. right? People are objects, yep. I think, to her, which we often see with narcissism. But I think she maintains this, like, air of morality mm-hmm. and plays the martyr or the victim a lot of the time. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think as a whole, I think what's interesting to remember is, like, you almost can't not be a narcissist in this family to survive, right? Like, you have to be. It's like, I think sometimes, right, you know, genes versus our environment. It's like, this is a norm in this family. And Mm -hmm. also, I think, to a degree, like, at this level of wealth, maybe. Yes, and also, I think sociopathy goes right along with that. Like, Mm -hmm. at that level of wealth and power, you've screwed people over. Like, there's no way around it. Um, And this show, maybe we won't get to fully talk about it today, but I think you see the difference between overt and covert narcissism depicted really nicely. Mm -hmm. Like, I think Shiv is more of a covert narcissist. And also, I think, you know, we often think of narcissists as being like the person taking up all the air in the room, really gregarious and outgoing, talking about themselves all the Mm -hmm. time, really charming. Um, But a lot of times, even when they're more of a covert kind of flavor and they're more um passive yeah. and things like that the real inner wound is just this intense feeling of insecurity mm-hmm. and almost like nothingness yep. unless you're able to put someone else down to keep yourself up and i feel like shiv is really demonstrating mm-hmm. that even with like this this guy who can't remember his name and tom yeah kind of playing them off each other to sort of feel yeah. wanted by a man and mm-hmm. she probably doesn't feel wanted by her dad mm-hmm. So now and then her mom and oh. my and Tom like isn't all, isn't enough to fill mm-hmm, that void because mm-hmm. like you know she needs to do some inner child work um, <laughs> if that's possible but like 
you know, she needs it to get it from even other people. Like she can't tolerate it. And this is like a new marriage, you know, relatively new relationship. You know, maybe they've been dating for years, but like it's not you're not in your 10th year where you're trying to spice things up and you're like hey let's right. try like this like it just seems so is, strange and when she tells it like it's yes. just it's bizarre it seems like maybe she's freaked out that she's like locked in and she's like we're and we're gonna have an open marriage and that's fine what do you mean that's weird right, right. like we, we have this working partnership and we and just maybe we'll sleep with others like it's and he's like she's what, like manipulating or gaslighting yes. him to think it's normal very different from the polyamory we saw depicted in you season three with sherry right. and carrie yeah which had some like boundaries and forethought and openness and dialogue and um (laughs) god i miss sharing carrie right about now (laughs) so let's talk about roman oh my god we need a whole like bonus episode for roman roman to me is so projective so defensive so provocative it's like so obvious that he's so wounded and he like displays being an abuse victim so well like when they're at that vote and he's like trying to put his hand up and the dad says something you just see him flinch yep like those flinches the downcast eyes like being so scared around his dad really really giving me chills spot on depiction of a child who's been abused by this parent and is now around him a lot Mm -hmm. and like tries to give off this like you know like go with the flow like whatever persona but like totally is terrified all the time um yeah a lot of acting out like outwardly Mm -hmm. instead of the substance use which you kind of think of as like acting out inwardly and i could see him as a child being like awkward quirky like mm-hmm. maybe he has maybe ADHD. ADHD. like I kind of a, does have adhd i really do punished relentlessly for, for it like yes. sit down no no yes, like maybe yes. getting hit versus like 100 i feel like could, could maybe be quiet more tolerate being quiet more shiv can tolerate they being can quiet more. Still. but i don't think roman can and i feel like that to me maybe 100%. is why he was he seems so much more like abused in different he ways. does doesn't he and yeah. then the whole thing about like the dog cage that came out like do you remember that? Don't remind me. Oh my god! Oh, I you, blocked it out because, because it's, it's awful. So at the bachelor party for Tom, somehow it comes out that like a game, quote unquote, they used to play as kids was Kendall would lock Roman in a dog crate and like feed him out of like a doggy dish, and like Roman has like held on to this forever. And I think that's probably mm. part of like the deep seated resentment I and competitiveness I don't they have. That. I well, it's it's just terrible like... <laughs> detail. Um, and then like at the bachelor party, Kendall's like going around and even asked Connor, like, yeah, he enjoyed that game, right? It was a game, right? Like mm-hmm. Kendall can't believe that he was participating in something that wasn't um like being enjoyable for him. And then Connor says, Well, dad would make you do it. He would watch. <gasps> That's probably why you blocked it out because that is so dark, but totally tracks, doesn't it? Yes. (sighs) Yep. And again, that's why I think Kendall's older than Roman, I think, is. And Shiv's a girl. Shiv's a girl. So I think it's a. She's, you know, still getting the same flavor. She's still in the same family, but I think there is a tiny thread that's like the size of a strand of hair. Difference for that, where she's still like a daughter versus a son. Yes, he doesn't feel Logan. I don't think feels as competitive mm. with her because mm-hmm. she's a girl. He probably also is very um, misogynistic, mm-hmm. and so doesn't think much of girls. Yeah. So she, he doesn't think she can really go toes with him. Um, oh, but yeah, Roman. 
I go back and forth between like like vomiting on the TV when he's on screen because his behavior is so atrocious and then feeling so sad for yeah. him. So sad. Yeah. And like, I do think he has ADHD and probably borderline personality mm-hmm. disorder, as he said. Yeah. And like, why wouldn't he? Yeah. You know, why wouldn't he? Yeah, I, I'm i really, you know, ex- interested, excited, nervous to see where his storyline goes um throughout the show but um he's just always saying yeah. like the most provocative uncomfortable things and i think that's because that's how he feels inside all the time there was some really small um sprinkle of info that we got about his sex life in season one mm, with the first girlfriend yeah. who he like broke up with because i don't think they like had sex right, a lot, right 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 and so she was like this isn't you know why don't we like this isn't even a real relationship or something like that yeah she makes right that right comment right of like we're not even breaking up because we never were even together like right. we would never have sex so i'm i'm you know curious about, about that. his impotence yeah. right like i think a lot of these men feel really impotent around their dad logan um, and in that way, it's like really concrete, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. that that is an interesting yeah. detail. And then when he brings <laughs> the girl that Tom like hooked up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and again, just like the detail that like what she gave him a blowjob and then like. <laughs> she re- redistributed his body fluid to him. And he swallowed it. So it was not cheating because. <laughs> it stayed in his body. It stayed in his body. And he kept trying to be like, what? It's a thing. Yeah. It's a thing And everyone do. was like. What? That's like really like not a thing. strange for that to occur, I would say. And me, this is not a judgment on people who practice this, but like I feel like it's more strange to have the exchange of fluids that way than ha- than the actual blowjob, right? Like yes. at the party, like, you know, it was a bachelor party. I am personally not pleased by that behavior. But, but then also it like, seems like that extra has, layer yeah. was like, that to me was like, what? Whoa. And I also could imagine him being shocked. Like maybe she came in for a kiss and then he was like, oh, oh, yeah, oh like, what do I do now? Uh, you know, but I just loved when he was trying to be like, that's a thing. That's yeah. a thing, guys, too. Everyone was thing. like, no. <laughs> but, no, no, no. You know. So then we have, Con- like, briefly, we have Connors, the older brother. He's, he's like, not it, seemingly involved. He, Again, you know, I, thought, some shares. I thought he was going to be, like, the most well-adjusted one until he's like, I'm going to run for president. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty delusional. <laughs> and that relationship with Willa. I'm yeah, really curious, Portia, so, to hear like, your thoughts about I just feel like it's not surprising at all. Like, he's <sighs> paying this woman to have a relationship with him. And it's so, like, and everyone knows. <laughs> I know. It, it, like, it takes a while before Willa, we realize yeah. that she is a sex worker mm-hmm. um, or, and or an, an act, escort. And a, you know, and she's a playwright. And a playwright. But, but mm-hmm. um, like, because they were always like, oh, why is Willa here? Oh, no, Willa's here again. And I was like... What what's up? What's wrong with Willa? Like, is she like a toxic ex or like, why are they upset? And then it comes out and then you're like, oh, oh yeah, she's, you know. And then he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll like pay for you to he like, wants do your more, playwright. He wants more from like, her. Um, thinking, I mean, she's taking him up on yeah, it, yeah. but only because he's like right. footing the bill. Right. You know, he's paying for it. So again, here again, it's like the inab- all four of these children inability to have a secure, authentic relationship, mm-hmm. not only with like a spouse or a romantic partner, but even with children, which so yep. far we only see with Kendall. Um, but also, like, their friends, they don't really have any, like, real friends. No. It's either, like, they they get something out of yeah, you. Yeah, and, like, the old, um, 
like the old school people who seems like who have been around for a long time. So we have like, like Jerry, Jerry and Frank. The, I think they're like um attorney. Like they're in-house legal yep. counsel. And then Frank, who seems really close with Logan, who is treated poorly oh. and, and then brought back in and then, you know, tries to take over with Kendall. I mean, it's just like... Yeah, it's like you know you can't keep it's track. Like, like where are tennis? Yes. Like, like, who do we where, like? Who do we not? Where where's the alliance here? Mm-hmm. And again with Frank, it's like why do you keep coming back? It's like all these people come back to Logan. I think because he has all the power. Oh. Portia, what? we can't wrap up before we talk about the family therapy. Oh my god, or the phone family it. therapy. Such a power move. <sighs> and so they all only did it. Yep, for optics. So there'd be a family photo which ne- does doesn't not materialize. Because Kendall is off the deep end doing meth at a meth house that Roman then picks him up. The therapist dives <laughs> headfirst okay, into so the first pool. First of all, this therapist is the actor <laughs> who played Nikki in that show, This Is Us. I don't know if you watched that. No. Such a good show. Very different from this. But I was like, oh, it's that guy. So he's the therapist. <laughs> Always weird to like fly your therapist to you, but I'm sure rich people do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're having this, like, quote-unquote family therapy. I liked how, like, the kids didn't, like, just participate in yeah. the way they their dad wanted them to. Like, it was such bullshit. And they finally, I think they took a break and then they, they never came, came back. back. Or, so right before the break, Shiv said something like, well, this is bullshit. Right. Like, so I'm not going to participate. Right. And so, like, I wrote down a couple of key quotes from that that I loved. Um, someone, I think maybe the therapist like starts off with this, or maybe there's a toast at like a breakfast or something, but they say, they fuck you up, your mom and dad. They do not mean to, but they do. They fill you up with faults they had and add a little extra too. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> what a limerick or yeah. whatever. And then, um, who says that? I forget. I thought it was the therapist okay. maybe. Um, I'm pretty sure it was to like open the session and like be <laughs> oh, a little yeah, funny yeah. or something. I was like, oh, maybe I should say that. <laughs> and then um, the dad like just saying his party line, such a narcissistic thing to do. And again, I mean, we keep going back to our episodes on you, but it's just such a good show. When we were talking about like if the um, gosh, the Quinn family went to therapy, mm-hmm. what would it have been like? Yes. I feel like it would have been like this. Yeah. Except maybe the dad wouldn't have showed up. Like the only reason Logan showed up was to get the photo mm-hmm. to like boost his PR image and the stock price. Um, But then the dad's just saying something like, you know, everything I've ever done is for my children and I love them. And that's it. That's like as warm as it gets. There's nothing else. And I wrote down like the therapist is like, well, kids, you know, or whoever, like, what do you think about that? And I think Shiv said, I hear it. And then I think Roman said, big words. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The extent of their reaction. Mm -hmm. But I was, I loved that they just didn't like play the role that they knew he wanted them to. Mm -hmm. And then the therapist like dives into the pool and busts his teeth out. And you're like, what family therapist is like swimming around? Yeah, it's, it's just, just like wild. And and Logan is like, almost rightfully so. Like, what the f? Like, what? <laughs> this just exploded this, yeah. in the space. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's a great depiction of how family therapy shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it shouldn't be like yeah. that. Yeah. But probably also is for people, really rich. You know, can people. go to therapy and like totally bullshit. It. You you often see as a therapist these dynamics play out so clear as day, right? Mm-hmm. Like the parent maybe who just like repeats the same thing over and over again or who's like playing the victim. And mm-hmm. then, you know, you see a kid who <laughs> who almost like sadly is really trying. And then yeah. the other kids who have just which, you know, totally checked out Shiv and um, Roman seem to like they're just like, 
I'm not going to say, I'm not going to throw the stone at myself. I'm not right. going to throw myself under the bus here. Sure. Right. It's yep. not safe. Sounds right. good. But then, so you need to have a therapist who's really in it for the right reasons mm-hmm. to be able to like, and I think you also would have to navigate and understand like, is this even a safe space? Absolutely. And, like, stop it. Like, yeah. The ethical thing would have been like, we're not going to continue. I'm going to leave because like, it's not safe. It's clearly an abusive dynamic. Mm -hmm. Like they're not safe to be open. Um, And you're just like enabling this Mm -hmm. awful, awful abusive behavior. Yep. Oh man. So stay tuned for season two. Coming up in two weeks. Yep. We're excited. We've been, you know, diving into the content like crazy and Mm. it's so good. I just can't stop watching. I love shows like this. Um, but like always, make sure that you are following us on mm-hmm. Instagram and TikTok at Analyze Scripts Podcast on TikTok mm-hmm. and then at Analyze Scripts on Instagram. And mm-hmm. and we will um, have some really exciting guests over the next couple months as well. Yeah. So stay tuned. Check and some out. lighthearted summer movies yeah. coming your way, too, to sort of break yeah. up the sociopathy. Yeah. You know? Well, you never know. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that is true. They can. Yeah. It's surprising when you find these people sometimes. Mm -hmm. All right. See you next Monday. Bye. Bye. This podcast and its contents are a copyright of analyzed scripts, all rights reserved. Any redistribution or reproduction of part or all of the contents in any form is prohibited. Unless you want to share it with your friends and rate, review, and subscribe. That's fine. All stories and characters discussed are fictional in nature. No identification with actual persons, living or deceased, places, buildings, or products is intended or should be inferred. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The podcast and its contents do not constitute professional, mental health, or medical advice. Listeners might consider consulting a mental health provider if they need assistance with any mental health problems or concerns. As always, please call 911 or go directly to your nearest emergency room for any psychiatric emergencies. Thanks for listening and see you next time. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This podcast and its contents are a copyright of Analyzed Scripts, all rights reserved. Any redistribution or reproduction of part or all of the contents in any form is prohibited. Unless you want to share it with your friends and rate, review, and subscribe. That's fine. All stories and characters discussed are fictional in nature. No identification with actual persons, living or deceased, places, buildings, or products is intended or should be inferred. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The podcast and its contents do not constitute professional, mental health, or medical advice. Listeners might consider consulting a mental health provider if they need assistance with any mental health problems or concerns. As always, please call 911 or go directly to your nearest emergency room for any psychiatric emergencies. Thanks for listening and see you next time. <laughs>